Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about what the conversation looks like when one of you isn't wearing your wedding ring. And normally I start the episode with a quote, um, sometimes anonymous, sometimes attributed to someone. But as we were preparing for this particular episode, I thought, let's just start with something that so many of us have heard in our wedding ceremony, said in our wedding ceremonies or heard at weddings mm-hmm. we've attended. And it's just the simple words that say, with this ring, I thee wed. Yep. Something to think about as we're going through today's episode. But we start every single one of these with a hug. A hug is actually an opportunity for us to celebrate the two of you, what you're doing in your marriage, the breakthroughs that you've had. And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family Facebook group that starts with, we've been married for 34 years. Some spectacular, others downright burdensome. The kids are out of the house, but we took on the responsibilities of my elderly parents, and I missed my wife. She was always so busy doing philanthropic activities, taking care of my parents, other friends, or volunteering. I had enough. We argued. She said I was selfish for her time. I said we were more friends than spouses or lovers. She said I was sex-crazed. I had no response. Was I? We argued more and more, and finally I said, if we don't get it on track, I'd want a divorce. Yet we believe that marriage is not a contract, but a covenant, a sacrament in the Catholic Church. I suggested individual therapy. She wanted couples therapy. I said no. Yet we tried it, and my therapist introduced me to One Extraordinary Marriage. Side note, we are super grateful Mm -hmm. for all of you therapists out there that are sharing the One Extraordinary Marriage uh, show and resources. He's goes on to say, I dropped an episode to her once again. She said it was all about sex. Sometimes you just see what you want to see. I kept listening and taking a nugget here and there that I could use. Our relationship is better. We went on a pilgrimage to Madrigori and left it at the heart of Mother Mary and Jesus. Some of the conversations we've had have been enlightening and wonderful. It is a true blessing from Christ. We are on a better track. God, spouse, kids, family, and the work and the rest of life. It is a journey that we are on and we're doing it together. My wife is more than a friend. She is my better half, and she makes me whole when we are in sync. Mm. The ups and downs of marriage. You know, the ebbs and flows. 34 years. 34 years. I I mean, heck, we're at 26 years, and we have ebb and flows. I think we're in an... I don't know. What, what are we on? An <laughs> wow. Ebb? Are, what we we in an ebb? are we in an ebb right now? I, I, don't, I don't know, know. where we are. Trying to, trying to even start this particular episode today kind of felt like. <laughs> is, is, is the ebb the harder times and the flows the good times? Oh, that's a really good question. Flow, I was going to say flow feels easier. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like you're flowing, you're doing good. The ebbs, yeah. the, the ebbs would be the, the tougher times, the valleys. Sure. Okay. Sure. There I, we go. That's, that's an, okay. I'm not going to like ponder on that phrase. Nope. Because we want to talk about the wedding ring and 
this whole episode literally came out of a conversation that Tony and I were having a few weeks ago. Um, we were in the car and somehow we, we got to talking about our wedding rings, wearing them. And there was a period of time in our marriage where Tony did not wear his wedding ring. Um, he had started in paintless dent repair and uh, I 24. Yeah. So a few years ago. Um, and I remember him coming home from work one day and he said, I cut my ring off my finger. Well, here's what was happening. You're working with your hand. So for those of you who don't know what paintless dent repair is, it's the way that you take dents out of cars without having to paint. So you don't have to go to a body shop. And I was doing that day in, day out. And my hands had swollen up to the point where my my wedding ring was like, I don't know. I couldn't take it off my finger. Like it wouldn't. Yeah, it was it, like, and your knuckles had swollen, so it wouldn't go over his knuckles. But even too. the place, like just where yeah. it rested was larger, and yeah. so it wouldn't even move. And it, it just was becoming uncomfortable. It was also one of those things where working on cars, high end cars, if you know something happened or slipped and my ring hit the paint, it wasn't a good deal. Why are you bobbing your head? So what I, what, what I ended up doing one day at work was we actually put, um, a popsicle stick in between it, which we, we, we shoved underneath it or somehow. And then my trainer, he got out, um, gosh, I don't even know what kind of some blade kind of he got <laughs> some, some sort of blade. I don't remember what we had, but it was moving pretty fast and he cut it off my, my hand. Yeah. So my husband walks in the door and is like, Hey, I cut my, I cut my ring off. Now, simultaneously with this happening, we weren't in a great spot. Correct. In our marriage. But we also weren't really strong in emotional intimacy. So I just remember going, huh, that's interesting. And it just kind of like tucked it away. Well, fast forward to, you know, okay, so if we, that was what, four years in? No, because we got married. I was 23. So I probably cut it off when I was 24, 25. So we were probably only a year or two into our marriage. Okay, so fast forward 25 years. And we're having this conversation in our car. And he starts talking about the fact that maybe he hadn't entirely taken this ring off simply because of work. Correct. That that would be the open door for you to elaborate more for the audience. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, we... No, and we had... Yeah, it was an interesting conversation to have 25 years later or 24, whatever it was, talking about the wedding ring in, in the what it represents and what it symbolizes, right? And so, as Elisa said, during those years, um, it was tough. We were living apart because she was living in Palm Desert. I was working up in Fontana, California, which was closer to where my parents lived. So during the week, I would stay at my, my folks' house mm -hmm. um, instead of going all the way down to Palm Desert, which would make it like an hour and a half drive. This made it like a half an hour drive or something back and forth. Um, I wasn't around good folks for the most part. Um, there was a lot of just, I mean, there Playboy magazines, a lot of listening to just raunchier radio shows. Hello, Howard Stern. It was, yeah, and others. Yeah. Um, and, and it wasn't uncommon to, if work was slow, go to strip clubs. And the representation of that ring, I was one of the only guys, too, in there at that time who was married mm -hmm. of the younger guys. There was, there was a couple guys who were older, um, who had been married longer, but as one of the younger guys, 
I was the only one married. Mm -hmm. Others eventually started getting married years later. But it did. And, And in my mind, it was sort of a, I'm married. And yet, if I don't have my ring on, it's okay. Like I can, this is the way I was rationalizing this stuff. And I'm not saying it was good at all, but this is the way I was rationalizing as a 24, 25, 26 year old man. And that's why we're talking about this. You guys, like I didn't know, I knew we weren't in a good spot all those years ago, but I, I totally accepted. You know, one time I was like, yeah, it's just, you know, being around the tools and the cars. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, sure. And I also need to put the caveat, the silicone rings were, were not the, th- I don't even know they, the silicone even, rings. I mean, I feel like that's around. like the last five or 10 years. So they definitely went around like 25 Probably 10 years, years ago. But they weren't, they weren't around back then. And the truth of the matter, there are a lot of different reasons why people don't wear their ring. Mm-hmm. And we know people who don't wear wedding rings. I do notice as a coach, I do notice when I get on a coaching session, who's got their rings on and who doesn't. Because I also know that that's, that can be indicative of where somebody is in, in the marriage and in the struggles that you're having. I notice speakers' hands when they're on stage. Yeah, and I just want to say something, though, too. I put my wedding, we, we got it repaired. There, there came a point, and I was trying to remember when this happened. But there came a point where I was wearing, I had other wedding bands. Uh-huh. Um, we bought stuff off of Amazon. And I'm going to put a link here for folks if you're looking for like a silicone wedding band, you know, male, female. I'll put a link here in the episode notes so you can go check those out. I tried other things, but there, there came a point, and I don't know when it was, but I was like, no, I, I want to repair my wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Like, this is important to me. And getting it sized correctly to fit me properly. Um, and so, but I can't remember when that was. And I haven't, f- since that time, I have not taken it off since. It, it does not come off. It's more interesting, like, Elisa now will go around without her wedding band on. And I will notice that at times, like, what's going on? But she's also had issues with dry skin, um, irritation where the, the where her wedding band is, Um and so it, it's actually interesting now, uh-huh. more more times than not, I, I, I don't go anywhere without my band right. on. I have it on all the time. But you'll you'll be like, we'll be out and I'll look down and I'll be like, where's your wedding ring? And and I have had a lot of mental sensitivities over the years. Yeah. Um, I had one period of time where like it was like so inflamed and cracked and, and I just- It was like I, red and everything. Just the, it was, the, yeah, the inflammation and the irritation. I'm like, I, I physically can't wear it. And now I've just gotten more in the habit, like when I shower and things like that, or if I'm working out, cause I don't like the the metal on metal, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And, and it's, there are a lot of reasons. Again, there are a lot of reasons. It, it's looking at what is, how does this impact- the two of you, right? Cause you just heard like, I, you know, you heard my experience 25 years ago, you hear Tony's experience in the last few years where, you know, if I'm doing different things and I've taken my rings off, I don't always immediately remember to put them back on and that type of thing. And, you know, we asked you guys, right? We, we don't ever make anything up on the side of the, the microphones. We asked you guys uh, recently on an Instagram poll, does your spouse ever not wear their ring? And 48% of you said yes. So we're, we're right about that 50% mark, mm-hmm. right? And we don't, again, I don't make assumptions when I meet somebody why they're not wearing their ring. It is something that I look at if they tell me they're married because it is one outward expression mm-hmm. of a married person, but not the only one, right? And we, so we ask the question, what's the reason that he or she doesn't wear the ring? And I think this is really important because this starts the dialogue. 
guys, this whole conversation around your spouse not wearing the ring or you're, you know, you're looking at your spouse and you're saying, Hey, you're not wearing your wedding ring. This is an opportunity for the two of you to really build your emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. right? Emotional intimacy is the workhorse of the pillars. I say it in the chapter on emotional intimacy and the six pillars of intimacy. It, it's learning how to have these conversations around topics that like me as a young married wife, I didn't know how to approach Tony and mm-hmm. say, Hey, it kind of, it doesn't feel good to me that you don't wear your ring. Right. What, can we talk about this? Can we figure out a solution? Can you, you know, can we put it back together and you wear it when, when you're not at work? Like what could we have done? We didn't have that vocabulary. Mm-mm, not at all. And it's why sharing with you guys, these reasons and what's going on and what people are thinking is so important because now you've got, you've got um, different suggestions that you can make to your, Hey, is this what's going on with you? Or tell me what's going on with you. Cause I'm curious as to why you don't wear your ring. And here's, and I just want to say something. It is really interesting because if we go back to all the way to your wedding day, mm-hmm. I think the reason it impacts us is because of because of the symbolism mm-hmm. and what we said to one another on our wedding day. Mm-hmm. In exchanging of the vows, we also exchanged our rings. And and that's important. And I and we can't lose that. And I don't care what society says or what they want to say or, oh, it, it's okay. No, you two committed to one another. And so the symbolism of these rings is important. Now, because of circumstances and all these sort of things, we may not wear them. This is where that emotional intimacy comes into play of understanding where you two are standing in this. Not everybody else, because everybody on social media and everything will make up their own minds and say one thing or the other. That's for them. Mm-hmm. This is for you, just like it's for Elisa and I. And I think Elisa and I have come to a place in our marriage where our wedding rings, they're on. Unless there's something that's going on, irritation of like Elisa's skin or something of that nature or doing chores or, or something that like, there was a time when I was big into rock climbing. I didn't wear my I didn't wear my re- my wedding band when I was rock climbing because if you're in a crack and you slip and that's the only thing that catches I'm losing a finger, so Ugh. let's not do that. But again, this is one of those places where it's the two of you and you two strengthening your emotional intimacy around this can strengthen your entire six pillars of intimacy. Absolutely, because yeah, I mean Tony mentioned you know rock climbing and work and and exercise work hazards, safety, those are all, I mean, those were probably the most common responses that Mm -hmm. we got. You know, people also talk about taking it off for chores, um, not wanting to get their ring damaged. Mm -hmm. Some people have said their rings don't fit, so they take it off because um, they're worried it's good, you know, like if they're around water or if they're, you know, gardening. Because they've like lost lost weight mm -hmm. since, yep, I I had that incident, yep. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten rings sized. You know, people talk about not wearing them when they go to bed or when they're doing dishes um, or if it's broken. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was years that Tony, you know, we, we, held, we kept to the ring and, you know, with the giant slice in the middle. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. We, we had that ring and we kept it. it. It's still the same ring he wears. Yep. Um, just. And I wouldn't be able to tell where they fused it together at this point in time. No. But, you know, other people talk about, you know, during pregnancy or health related when joints are swollen, um, you know, doing these different things. And some people even said it's uncomfortable and I don't like how it feels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is, this is a topic where, you know, when you start to understand why someone doesn't want to do it, 
that that's about them, right? Like, hey, why are you not wearing this? But it's not just a one-sided conversation. Why are you not wearing this? It's mm-hmm. also talking about, hey, can we talk about how this makes me feel? Because it's not just, I mean, we've said this a lot of times over, you know, 700 plus episodes. Your actions can create a feeling or an emotion in your spouse. And it's important to know that what you're doing does impact the marriage. You decided, like Tony deciding all those years ago, I'm just not going to wear my ring because I'm not going to. At that point in time, he wasn't thinking necessarily about how that was going to impact me. But it did. Just like when I don't have my rings on now, it impacts him. And we have to talk about what that looks like and what those feelings are and how to work through that. We're going to do that after this break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back and we're talking about the feelings and emotions that are stirred when your spouse doesn't wear their wedding ring or rings, you know, if it's a woman and she's got multiple rings. Um, and, and, you know, we, we just shared with you a lot of reasons why someone might not wear their ring. But what happens inside of you when your spouse doesn't wear their ring? And have you ever stopped to think? Because here's the other thing that can happen. You might not stop and reflect on this, but you're experiencing something and it comes out in your attitude. Right. I, I find this a lot of times in coaching situations, not necessarily around the ring, but you know, a person's behavior causes an emotion in us. We're not processing that emotion, but we're like consciously processing it, but we create a little attitude. I, I to me, it's almost like the undercurrent. Great way to put it. Yes. Everything up top is cool. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're at the beach. The waves are crashing just like they crash. You, it's a beautiful, sunshiny day. The water is turquoisey. It is absolutely amazing. And yet, when you step into the water, if you don't know about the riptide or the undercurrent, it can take you way off course. Mm. And I think of something like this, where a lot of times it's the undercurrent. Mm-hmm. It's not a big like, oh my gosh, we're going to blow up. We're going to have some massive conflict over this. And yet it's just sitting underneath. And like you said, it creates this, a bit of an attitude or a response Mm -hmm. when we do get into some disagreements, we get into Mm -hmm. some conflicts. Maybe we're just having some discussions around just simple things around the six pillars of intimacy. And yet there's this undercurrent that's just, just been at us. 
Absolutely. And, you know, for some of you, you clearly had the conversation because some of you shared that when you don't wear your rings, you're like, I don't mind because I understand the reason or I trust the commitment or you said mm. things like it's not a problem. Some of you made it simple and you're like, we just got tattoos, so we don't even have to worry about it. We actually have friends who have mm-hmm. um, tattoos on both his and her finger mm-hmm. so that if they're doing different things and they're not wearing the rings, they still have the commitment right there, right mm. there on the ring finger. Um, you know, and so, so some of you have already worked through this. And you've had the conversations, but there are a lot of other emotions that it sounds like maybe just from the responses, there needs to be a little more conversation around this because some of you said things like, it makes me nervous. It makes me sad. I wish he would let me get a new one or get it resized. It makes me feel rejected, Mm. not important. I'm okay with it at the gym, but anywhere else would bother me. Right? It didn't bother me until we faced infidelity. Mm. That couple went on to say, we bought new rings for our new commitment to one another. People said things like, it makes me question the commitment. It makes me feel insecure. I feel uncomfortable when I see someone flirting with my spouse when their ring is not on. Those are some pretty heavy statements. And this might be the kind of episode that actually launches the conversation between the two of you to say, Hey, maybe this is a topic we've never talked about. And I've noticed that you haven't been wearing your ring and I'd love to be able to have a conversation about it because I heard Tony and Elisa talking about it. And can we listen to this? Because the sometimes, and we know you guys do this with podcast episodes, sometimes how we say it and what we say it, because we're not either one of you makes it a lot easier to share it. Mm because you can just say, Hey, like, I don't, I didn't quite have the words on how to bring this up. Because if some of you are feeling this way, or many of you, right, we get a lot of responses, I had to condense it for the episode. That undercurrent of nervousness, insecurity, sadness, rejection, feeling unimportant, not a priority, all of those types of emotions, when those are allowed to take to to like become seeds in your life, when they're allowed to take root, they can become super destructive. Mm-hmm. It, it is exactly the undercurrent, Tony, that you were talking about, right? Like, like those just start to stir up discontent and you can find yourself putting a wall up with your spouse. You can find yourself protecting yourself, putting distance there because you're like, oh, if I don't trust the commitment, then how vulnerable am I going to be with this person? How emotionally vulnerable, how physically vulnerable, how sexually vulnerable. You may find that there's a shift when the ring is not on, that there's a shift in your sexual intimacy because you're like, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Why are you not wearing this? And this is where you can get into these conversations saying, hey, look, if the ring's not comfortable, the ring doesn't fit. There are plenty of different options out there. And none like I I have looked at rings on Amazon. You can find rings that don't break the bank, especially you get into those silicone rings. And I think I've seen some as inexpensive as like between 10 and $20. I think the biggest thing here is finding the solution. When, when I look at something like this and I go, okay, again, this isn't one of those topics where it's like, oh my gosh, we're going to, we're going to like get divorced over you wearing a ring or not. And yet if we don't address it and come up with some solutions and be willing to talk and work it out together, it could because of like one couple said. It doesn't, it didn't bother me until we faced infidelity for them. They were able to overcome that 
And they even said, we bought new rings for our new commitment to one another. Many a couples don't. Mm-hmm. Elise and I have been at this long enough and it's heartbreaking. And so when I look at something like this, it's, it, it, it's like people just pass by it. And yet you, the one family are here going, okay, what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. How, do I, how do I understand this? Maybe it's not the wedding ring right now that's really the undercurrent, but there's something else. So what are the solutions? How do we come together? How do we look at the cracks in our pillars of intimacy and how do we strengthen them? Instead of coming at each other and bringing more problems to one another, what are the solutions? Mm-hmm. And for the two of you, it may be just that agreement of like, hey, yeah, you know, when we're at the gym, cool, understand, because we're, we're doing this and then that. Other than that, no. Or for some of you, first responders, you know, medical, like you can't have rings on. So maybe it's a silicone ring because mm-hmm. that at least allows it to allows you to have something on. It's not metal. It's not going to get in the way. For others of you, it is a work hazard. You're a mechanic. Your hand is up in engines all day long. That sucker gets caught. It's not a good deal. But guess what? After you wash your hands, after you clean up, that ring goes back on. Mm-hmm. And also I would say, and this is something I learned and I would highly advise when your ring isn't on, it's letting people know that you are married. It's letting people know that just because I'm not wearing it, I am. My beautiful wife, Elisa, who I've been married to for 26 years, I may not have the ring on, but if I'm talking to people, I make sure people understand and know that I've been married for 26 years to my beautiful wife, Elisa. I actually had a coaching client tell me that the other day. Uh, they were talking about the fact that they had been hit on and and this is a gentleman and he said, there is nothing more, um, I guess, repelling to someone when they're hitting on you than to mention your spouse, mm-hmm. right? To be like, oh, okay, maybe this person is not as available as I thought they were. And so, yes, if you're not gonna wear your ring, then change your language or make sure your language reflects the fact that you're married. Mm-hmm. And, and ultimately, this is one of those conversations. Maybe the two of you have never thought about it. Maybe you always wear your rings and so you're kind of like, wow, is this something people actually deal with? Well, the truth of the matter is, is almost 50% of the one family has in some way, shape or form mm-hmm. dealt with a spouse not wearing a ring. And, and you know, wh- wherever you're at on this topic, you know, if the two of you have already worked it out, affirm one another this week. Hey, I'm glad we've talked about this and we've got this understanding. Yeah. If you haven't talked about it, then this is the week to have that conversation and just go, hey, what does this look like for us? And to Tony's point, what's our solution? Yeah. Yeah. Elisa said it great. This is this is a launching off point. It's emotional intimacy. Maybe it's been under it's just been underlying and it needs to be addressed. Maybe for some of you, you just need to be like, hey, just going to your spouse and thanking them. Hey, there's nothing better for those of us who are wearing them to appreciate our spouse for wearing them. And so you may be in one of those two camps, whichever one it is this week, go do what you got to go do because the wedding ring symbolizes, it may just be for many of us, just this, this ring. And yet it symbolizes so much more. It, it's it's what symbolizes the extraordinary marriage we desire. Mm-hmm. So you guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.